Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you got to do, call 1-88-FARMERS. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Woo-wee! It's been a week, hasn't it, folks? Um, yes, I got all your kind tweets. By kind, I mean very angry. <laughs> and your uh, DMs on Instagram about hosting Undisputed this week. Had a ball with LeVar Arrington and Chris Broussard. And uh, Rick Buecher jumped in and Greg Jennings. A lot of fun. Um, a lot of controversy, perhaps. Uh, and, and I got to thank Russell Wilson for giving us a phenomenal phenomenal topic to talk about because we're going to open the show with it. I need to quickly remind everybody the Lakers are not dead yet. You know, people tried to shovel shovel dirt on the grave this week after a couple losses. Um, but thankfully, Dennis Schroeder returned to save the day. No, he did not. LeBron, you know, Lakers, they got it together. They beat Portland last night pretty handily, uh, pulled away in the third and fourth quarters for an easy win. And, um, yeah, the Lakers are not going to be cratering um, deep into the West, I still think, you know, we could talk about this later, that there is a chance they fall to the 3-4-5 seed. Um, I, I, before we get to Russell Wilson, I will say, the Lakers had the third easiest schedule 
in the first half of the NBA season. They have now the third most difficult schedule in the second half of the season, including eight back-to-backs. And, you know, 36-year-old LeBron, eight back-to-backs. That could get dicey. But we're going to start the show with the NFL because, obviously, um, when a Super Bowl-winning quarterback who is still in his prime, and I would say Russell Wilson at 32 is still in his prime, when he makes a statement that I'm getting sacked too much and I need some help, and listen, I just went to the Super Bowl and watched Tom Brady and, you know, we're not in contention like that. Like, Russell Wilson really popped off this week. It, it was a bit surprising. And I want to back up a little to the movie The Usual Suspects, a classic. One of my, you know, it's difficult to rate movies because there's so many genres and, um, you know, decades. Like, it's tough to compare an awesome movie in the 80s to an awesome movie today. But for whatever reason, for me, The Usual Suspects completely holds up. And... I don't know, you know, the statute of limitations on giving a spoiler on a, a movie that's over 20 years old, uh, but I think I'm in the clear. How many years is it? I think 20 is, uh, yeah, is an I, understandable. Okay, we're, we're, we're fine. If you haven't seen The Usual Suspects, maybe, you know, earmuff it for a second. So in the movie, you know, they're trying to figure out who Kaiser Sose is, and there's all these breadcrumbs throughout. If you watched closely, if you've watched it five or six times like I have, you are familiar with, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't see that the first time because my jaw dropped in the final end of the movie. It was incredible. But there's all these small, tiny hints throughout on repeated viewings that you're like, man, you had to see it coming. And, and very few people that I know on the first viewing saw the ending coming to Usual Suspects, which makes it great. If you start backing up on Russell Wilson versus Pete Carroll, you kind of miss a few of the breadcrumbs. And they were out there. And I guess first you got to start with the Legion of Boom versus Russell Wilson. And there was an idea that this team thrived and was successful and got to Super Bowls because of Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas. And they were phenomenal. But the, the tiny needling of Russell Wilson from those three, primarily those three, really lit a fire under Pete Carroll because if you looked at the way he coached the Seahawks, it was defense first, we want to run the football. And then the Legion of Boom kind of falls apart and Russell Wilson has to do everything himself. Of course, I gave the analogy of the strongman competition where a guy ties a rope around his waist and he's got to tug a Mack truck, just got to get down, on, really get down on all fours and, and, and try to pull a Mack truck with a rope. And that's been Russell Wilson these last few years. And the haters will say, well, it's funny, Jay. Since the Legion of Boom fell apart, Russ hasn't been to an NFC championship since 2014. What do you have to say about that? Was it Russ or the Legion of Boom? And I say, well, again, if you want to take the time and look at the advanced stats and look at the analytics and nerd out, then Russell Wilson is undeniably a top five quarterback in the NFL. It's not even close. And he has been over the last five years. But the breadcrumbs between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, Russ has wanted to cook forever. And Pete Carroll has always been like, you know, let's hold off on that. Let's run the football. And it got frustrating if you watched the Brian Schottenheimer-led offense. Of course, he's gone now. He got dusted because he's not a good offensive coordinator. 
But he took cues from Pete. We're going to run the football. We'll let Russ make some plays. If we're behind, Russ, save us. But they never really let Russ cook. And finally, this past season, Russell Wilson is given the green light. Hey, we have no defense. We've got injuries galore. Russ, take us to the promised land. And Russell Wilson was the MVP for the first half of the season. But then the breadcrumbs started. Oh, he had a bad game against Buffalo, four turnovers. Oh, he had three turnovers against the Rams, back-to-back. And Pete pulled the, the rug out from under him, said no more. We're going to run the football. And now, Russell Wilson, after, I don't know, what, nearly a decade? I guess nine years, in, eight or nine years in Seattle? And he's ready to move on. And I don't blame him. We Guys, we did this with Kevin Durant and LeBron. I've, done, I've said this about Aaron Rodgers for years. If you're not happy, get the hell out of there. This idea that a quarterback has to stay, really? Why? Just because you were drafted there? Matt Stafford said, guys, I, we had a good run. Can you give me a chance to win somewhere else? Detroit said, we'll do it. Carson Wentz, I'm unhappy being the backup. Trade me. We'll trade you, Carson Wentz. Deshaun Watson, I want out of here. Uh, we're not going to. Russell Wilson, I want out of here. And what does Seattle do? Do they say, no, we're not trading you? Seattle unbelievably pushes back. They push back on him this week, and that's when Russ's agent came back over the top. Oh, yeah? We don't want to go anywhere, but these are the four teams we'd be traded to. Seattle hasn't responded to that one. And guys, listen, I know Dallas Cowboy fans. They watch Undisputed a lot. They yelled at me all week. And I'm just saying, for right now, the slam dunk win is Russell Wilson to the Cowboys. I mean, it's it, uh, there's no bones about it. If you can get Russell Wilson, you get him. And, and I love this deal. I had Daniel Jeremiah on my Straight Fire podcast a couple weeks ago. And he did this experiment on me that kind of, you know, made me laugh. He said, Jason, the Texans want three or four first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. And the, the Vegas Raiders are saying, ooh, four first-round picks. I don't know. Well, let's look at their four first-round picks the last few years. And what did they have? Nothing! You would trade those four guys for Deshaun Watson in a heartbeat. Well, I'm going to ask Jerry Jones. Jerry, look at your recent first-round picks. Look at them. Would you take four of those guys and package them for Russell Wilson? Of course you would, in a heartbeat. Like, why would you not? I'm at the point, guys, where I actually think unless you have a top-five pick in the NFL draft, first-round picks are overrated. Here are Dallas's. Last four first. Now, I uh, I can't obviously mention 2019 because they didn't have a first. Last year, C.D. Lamb, awesome player. Five touchdowns. I like him. One day he could be a top five, six, seven receiver in the NFL. 2019, they did not have a first. 2018, Leighton Van Der Esch. Really nice player. He's played 35 games. He's been a starter almost since he got there. There have been some injuries. He has one and a half sacks and two picks. He's a good player. And 2017, Taco Charlton, Taco. Yeah. 2016, now this is where it gets interesting. The 2016 first-round pick of the Cowboys, number four overall, Ezekiel Elliott. And guys, I have to say, since the football season ended, I have not received more angry notes from people than when I said the Cowboys should put Ezekiel Elliott in the package for Russell Wilson. And here's the thing, it was anger from Seattle fans. And it was anger from Dallas fans. Seattle fans, why would we want Ezekiel Elliott? He's washed up. Are you kidding me? Ezekiel, who wants him? I said, Zeke, 
turns 26 in July. And Gavin, I want to remind people, with this Carolina-Houston-Texan dance that they're doing, perhaps for Deshaun Watson, I hear people say, maybe they'll throw Christian McCaffrey in the trade. And it's like, wait, so they could put Christian McCaffrey in the trade, but Dallas can't put Zeke Elliott? But I'm 100,000% on board that the running backs don't really matter. Unless you have a coach who's obsessed with running the football. And we've got that in Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll seems to want a game manager who can hand the ball off and win with defense. Chris Carson, yes. Chris Carson has been hurt. He's also a free agent. Carlos Hyde, also a free agent. And again, I'm not saying you trade a quarterback and get a running back in return. That's not what the deal's about. It's twofold for me. I don't want to pay Dak Prescott $38 million. I don't. Maybe Seattle does. I'm guessing they don't. I'm guessing Seattle doesn't want to pay him $38 million. So if I can say, Jerry, give me two or three firsts and Ezekiel Elliott, is that going to get it done? Does Pete Carroll do that? Now, I know Schneider, the GM, is, is a really sharp guy, and a lot of people listening right now are going to say, who would want Ezekiel Elliott? Well, what about this? It, Russ is, I think, on the books for $32 million this year. If Pete Carroll can say, get me a game manager for half that who can hand the ball off and make the winning, make some good plays, and then I can spend the rest to fortify a defense, I'm on the uptick again. Now, can you sell that to your fan base? I don't know. I don't know. Seattle fans don't seem to love the idea of Zeke Elliott. Listen, I'm not out here claiming Zeke Elliott is amazing. He is a very good running back. He has been an all-pro. He's a dual threat, meaning he can kill you on the ground. He's a good pass blocker. And, well, that would be a triple threat. Um, <laughs> and he's a good, good out of the backfield catching passes. Now, if if I'm Seattle and I say, well, okay, well, who's my game manager quarterback? I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been known to win seven, eight, nine games. Is he your bridge quarterback? Do you take the 10th pick and draft a quarterback? Now, four are probably going to go in the top 10, so you might be out of luck there. But you've got options. You could say, Jameis Winston, come on down. We'll pay you $13 million for one season. Prove it. Well, we got Zeke Elliott. We have a young DK Metcalf. Remember, Jameis thrived in Tampa throwing the deep ball to Mike Evans. Could Jameis thrive in Seattle throwing the deep ball to DK Metcalf, handing off to Ezekiel Elliott? The offensive line has some issues. But are they not going to have issues when Russell Wilson comes back to town? And he not only, you know, threw them under the bus, he ran them over, then put it in reverse. Like, he really trashed the offensive line. Now, I'm not saying they're good. But if I'm Russell Wilson, I don't know how I go and look these guys in the eye when I basically said, like, we're not a good team anymore. We don't have play, we don't have pieces. I'm sick of getting sacked. Um, I think Dallas has to make a move on Russell, Russ, Russell Wilson. I mean, Gavin, is there, there shouldn't be pushback on this, right? Logically. The, not from the Dallas side. I think the question is, will Seattle want whatever Dallas can offer them? That's where I, I question, you know. Yeah, and it really comes down, you know, wait, Jason, Pete Carroll is 69 years old. He's going to be 70 soon. Why are we listening to what this guy wants to do? You know, and there's a that, that's a great thought. Are you going to fire Pete Carroll right now and bring in a new coach who's going to say, Russ, let do your thing? Because Russ doing his thing does work, Gavin. It was very productive early last year. Which is what I never understood, why they didn't go back to that yeah. after they pulled the reins off Russ. They went the ground and pound the Pete Carroll, what he wanted to do. 
that didn't work and they didn't go back. Yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, it makes some sense from Seattle. There's, you know, Dak Prescott, a little bit easier of a quarterback to handle right now, I think. Uh, well, I, he, but if you're Seattle, do you want to pay, you know, I, I don't, Dak would pay, Dak would probably want a long-term deal. He would cost deal. more too. Right. He's yeah. going to cost more than Russell Wilson. And he's a lesser quarterback. I think undeniably. That's why it's tough. So, so I, I guess, you know, coming up next, we, you know, we could do honestly three hours on Russell Wilson and how good he is because there's a, a segment of people out there. Gavin, there's people out there who don't really think Russ is that good of a quarterback. Um, a fun stat that I dug up uh, for Undisputed. So Russell Wilson has led Seattle to eight seasons of 10 wins. Eight since he got there. Dallas has six 10-win seasons this century, okay? And I don't want to hear the Legion of Boom or the reason for all the 10-win seasons. Folks, they've been gone for like three or four years, okay? Russell Wilson has means so much to that franchise that Seattle would not listen to him, that Houston won't listen to Deshaun Watson, that Green Bay won't listen to Aaron Rodgers. It, it, it's, it's stunning, folks. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, the latest on Deshaun Watson and the Texans. They're in a standoff. I found it funny that zero-time head coach David Culley sat down with Deshaun Watson and tried to, like, convince him to play. And Deshaun Watson's like, yeah, that's not happening. I mean, a 65-year-old guy who's been around the league for a long time. Deshaun Watson, no disrespect, Culley. Deshaun Watson went to two national title games at Clemson. 1-1. He's been to the playoffs in Houston, I believe, three or four seasons. Or maybe it was two or four because of the injury. Um, this idea that you can sit down a head coach and convince Deshaun Watson to stay is comical. And that just shows what a joke the Houston Texans are. We'll do that next here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is it the moment I got it? I wanted to improve it because like most 16 year old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies waving at the babes and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Just uh, during the break, looking at the college basketball slate. Starting to get some action on the books. So the good news is... Last week, we hit Michigan State. Remember how bad that start was? I was bemoaning it here on the show. Sparty came back and covered. Good week for Sparty, by the way. They were a good buy low this week, guys. Um, They came through, I think it was against Indiana or somebody. Another good comeback and cover. And uh, the other bet was freaking Virginia losing to Duke. 
And Duke, of course, is now starting to make improvements um, now that their star freshman, the kid uh, Jalen Johnson, is gone. So, oh, it was Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State against uh, Michigan State earlier this week. Um, Gavin, any you have have you laid any lumber yet today? No, I'm staying away right now. I told you last week I'm taking a little break. Yeah, a little hiatus. Um, I'm you know I'm still kicking myself over betting the Chiefs when. I was on these airways you talking. Said it about, to the, like, I was <laughs> telling people the Buccaneers don't don't sleep on them. Yeah, what, what do you say? What do you guys? Uh, you buying a rental house? You buying a house in the desert out here? Is that what the gambling's for? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I I I played uh, played basketball this week, and then I played tennis back to back, and I'm getting a, a little older, so I had you know to put the peas, the frozen peas, on my knees after tennis. It's a little worn down, <laughs> but I'm playing tennis with my buddy, and um, he's kind of a real estate guy out here. And I was like, so you guys have anything cooking? Um, and he's like, yeah, we just bought another place in the desert. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know? And, and you know, he's, he's moving his parents into the house, so they'll pay him. But uh, I will say, um, you know, I, I, I was out in Pennsylvania before we got out to L.A. in 2016. And there wasn't this idea of onward and upward in, in Pennsylvania. We were not in the sticks. We were in Bucks County, you know, pretty nice suburb of Philadelphia. And out here, man, everybody is just always thinking, what's next? How can I level up, whether it's investments, real estate, um, or maybe it's just where I am in life now. But we're getting pitched a lot, uh, some interesting stuff, let's just say. Um, and it is fun, Gavin, to like think about, hey, should we invest X amount here? And maybe it's a 10X upside here in the next 5, 10 years. Um, and that stuff to me is fun. And and if, you know, to pivot to the NFL, if I'm the Carolina Panthers and I'm run by a hedge fund billionaire and you know they like to look at distressed assets, that's what the hedge fund guys do. Okay, that, that you know, that's a business. We think we can uh, buy it, kind of gut it, and then flip it for a profit. Um, they're looking for edges and angles. And, and I, somebody um, mentioned on social media to me that, Yes, first-round picks are overrated. Look at the Rams. And I had totally forgotten the Rams are basically saying, give us stars. You know, we don't want first-round picks. We like Aaron Donald. We like Jalen Ramsey. Um, We're going to give Matt Stafford a shot. And we don't care about first-round picks. And there is something to that. And if I'm the Carolina Panthers, I'm on the horn with the Houston Texans. Guys, Watson's made it clear he's not playing. He's sitting out. He's going to sit out. He's not going to play. Here's three or four first round picks. We'll, we'll do it. Carolina is interested. They got a you know they got a top ten pick. Um, I don't know that they'd have any players. I mean, if I'm Houston, I guess I would lobby for McCaffrey. And again, I'm not a running back guy. However, this is an off season where Houston lost a the best player in franchise history in JJ Watt, and now B the best quarterback they've ever had in Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, Gavin, who's the face of the Houston Texans right now heading into next season, assuming Watson's gone? Ooh, man, that's a—I right. I wouldn't even know. I so, mean, on some level, I can see the argument for adding McCaffrey, even though, like, you know, his contract isn't great, but whatever. You need somebody to get people excited to buy tickets, right? Yeah, I mean, you if you would have to ask the Panthers, you know, what their defensive tackle depth chart looks yeah, like. I mean, they got one last year in the top 10, Derek Brown. Yeah. Uh, they got Brian Burns coming off the edge. Like oh, they don't have a ton on defense. They have two good young players. Um, but but the, you know the other thing you were mentioning of first round picks. Look at what the Titans are doing with Isaiah Wilson. After one year, 
one tough year for that tackle, and they're already shipping him out. Like they're they're looking for. for Is takers. he the guy who said he put out something on social media this week about he's done or? No, I think he he was the guy who went to Georgia, really good mm, offensive right. tackle. Um, didn't play a ton this year, and then when he did, he wasn't terrific. So they're already trying to move on from him, basically admitting their mistake, bad pick. And a lot of GMs are they're willing to do that now, and yeah. a lot of owners are are not worried about money anymore. It's because, such a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, unless you're in the top ten, I would have even narrow it down to top five because we've seen top ten, and I'm telling you, like. Again, if you guys have listened to Straight Fire, you know this is not a surprise. Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith are awesome college football receivers. They're probably going to do well in the NFL. I'm not taking them in the top 10. I'm just not. These small guys, these small receivers, the history says they A, will get hurt, or B, they're just not going to deliver like they did in college. I mean, Devontae Smith is running around opposing secondaries in college like it's a high school game. He's just torching them. I don't see him doing that in the NFL. Coming up next year. On Fox Sports Radio, we head to Boston. He was known as the White Mamba. He's currently a Celtics analyst, NBC Sports Boston, Brian Scalabrini. Brian, how are you, man? I'm doing well. You guys? I, I'm great. You know, can't complain. Uh, you know, it's a pandemic, but I, I, I'm still going to use the word great because I'm a positive guy. Uh, and I think, Brian, <laughs> Boston could probably use a little positivity right now, huh? Well, good win last night. Kemba Walker was was awesome. They, they, went, they started the game out down 18-4, but... Kemba, which is really interesting because Kemba missed some time at the beginning of the year. Kemba doesn't play in back-to-backs. And so the rest of the guys just look like they're dragging a little bit. And I think a lot of teams have gone through this, but uh, Kemba looks fresh. And, and I think that's the reason why he was able to sort of will the Celtics to a win. But, you know, it's funny. The NBA is all bottled bottled up at, out, outside of the top three, at least in the Eastern Conference. And um, if they can win these next three games heading into the break – There'll be some momentum, and then I think all those problems that were happening when you're a half game out of fourth, but you're sitting in ninth. Like the <laughs> the, the people, the people seem to overreact in ninth. But all you have to do is win a couple games, and you'll be back up at fourth. All right, Brian Scalabrini. Let me ask you this: I, I tried to make this point uh, on Undisputed, and Chris Broussard and Rick Euchre's heads exploded. That the best team to challenge the Brooklyn Nets because of what they can do on the wing defensively is Boston. They are great with when Marcus Smart's healthy, Tatum, and Brown. Philly doesn't have anything like that. Milwaukee doesn't really have anything like that. I think when Boston's healthy, this team is going to make a run. I bought them low this week. I don't know if you do much gambling, Brian. But uh, their odds to win the East are not terrible. I think it was plus 2,500. But I'm just curious, your thoughts on the upside of this of this Boston team that everybody's down on right now? Yeah, I mean... So Kemba Walker, uh, Marcus Smart, Brown, Tatum—they've only played 28 minutes together. Um, their bigs are good. Like I think they're solid. And when you talk about Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice, but as of right now, we're halfway through the season, and they don't necessarily have an identity. And I think it's really important to have an identity and understand who you are. You think about the Lakers and their identity. We'll go with Utah Jazz. I know uh, Miami, who also is known to have a pretty good hard-playing identity. Like, the Celtics haven't found themselves yet. And, you know, when you're halfway through the season and you haven't figured that out, it does become tough. But injuries come into play. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker sitting out of back-to-backs come into play. Marcus, you know, and his envy and out. Tatum with COVID, all these things. It's such a weird year. So, I will say this. I don't know where we're going to be at when the fans come back. I don't know if we're going to be at half capacity, at 75% capacity. I have no idea what it's going to look like when the playoffs roll around. But... I do know that for a team like Milwaukee, who you mentioned, and Boston, 
Like they need those uh, that home court advantage. That's they've relied on that for years and years and years to come. It's the reason why the Celtics have gotten so close to the to the NBA Finals or, or got to the Eastern Conference Finals. They do well in the regular season, and it's a really tough place to play mm. in, in Boston at that time. So I, I do think uh, they have a chance. But um, as far as why you took that bet and why it's twenty five hundred to one, it's probably because no one looks at Boston as a team that has that identity. Mm. Interesting. All right, so Brian, I've had this theory for a couple of weeks. Um, if you look at the final four teams from the bubble, Denver's hovering around 500. Miami's been under 500 much of the season. Uh, Boston struggling. Uh, the only team that's been impervious is the Lakers, but they had the easiest first-half schedule. Do you think there's a bit of a bubble hangover, shortest offseason in the history of sports? Yeah, I do. I do. And, I, and you think of teams like the Utah Jazz who were bouncing in the first round. They're playing well. Phoenix Suns. They had a good run up into the playoffs, but then they got out of there. They didn't make that uh, the playoff or the play-in game, so they're having a good season. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's even more than just the Final Four teams. I think you can even go uh, a little bit past that. The Milwaukee Bucks had their their point. They they lost five in a row, but then they won uh, four of the last five. So, they, you know, like every team, for whatever reason, has hit that 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 bump in the road, especially those teams in the bubble. So, I do think that those teams just look a little bit worn down. I think COVID has something to do with it. With you know, when guys are now missing, they're missing games at a time. And there's the Celtics had the least amount of home games because they had like a four-game homestand, and three of those games got canceled, mm. and they didn't replace necessarily replace them with home games. So you know, it's just there's just a lot of things that factor into all that. But um, what you're, I know what you're looking at. You're looking at the talent, like the talent of Denver with Jamal Murray, who's not even an all-star. Like if you saw Jamal Murray play last year in a bubble, how could you imagine? <laughs> him not even being an all-star this year. So I do think it has affected uh, some guys, and usually those top-tier players who you know get that break in the offseason, get away before they start training mm-hmm. again. So, yeah, it's a little bit different. The anomaly in all this is LeBron James, who has been fantastic. <laughs> and, he, you know, you would expect him to be the guy that kind of slowed down. Yeah. Uh, one more Boston question. Brian, I, I, I'm a little puzzled that people are going after Brad Stevens and people aren't shining the spotlight on – Danny Ainge. I know he drafted Brown and Tatum, but, you know, it's been pointed out that, uh, you know, Danny Ainge let Al Horford walk for nothing, and Kyrie Irving left for nothing. And as of now, they haven't gotten anything for Gordon Hayward. It's tough to watch, like, one of the three or four best guys on your team walk out the door and get nothing in return. Is anybody talking in Boston about Danny Ainge being a bigger issue right now than Brad Stevens? So... You know, in Boston, they can't get it right, right? You <laughs> sign Gordon Hayward. No, no, just think about it. They sign Gordon Hayward, and everyone's mad at Gordon Hayward for signing for $120 million. And then when he walks away four years later when they think that he didn't perform to the level that he needed to perform to, and he signs $130 million, people are upset that he walked. You've got to pick one in mm. this situation, you know? Same thing with Al Horford. People were mad at Al Horford for signing for, you know, $100 million, which was a no-brainer. But yeah. when you think about the game-changing – but out here, Al Horford's not worth the money. And then all of a sudden he walks and you get nothing, and now all of a sudden you want him back. Like you, you, can't, you can't play both sides, right? And that's a – I feel like with me it's a little bit of a problem out here. Like I'm pretty consistent right. um, when it comes to the way I look at these teams. And I, I, I like the team. I think they're, they have a chance to be good. I think Brown and Tatum are going to develop into you know superstar players. And, and I'm real realistic that – I. Being a superstar player, bringing it night in and night out and, and affecting your team and making guys around you better is not an easy thing to do. But yeah. 
Tatum is 23 years old. Brown is 24 <laughs> years old. Like these guys have like a long ways to go before they're that superstar player. I, I believe in those guys to develop into that, but I'm also not anointing them, you know, like all NBA players right off the jump. I think it takes some time to get there. So I think in Boston right now, you know, I think the reason why the, I would say the ownership management and coaches are all on the same page as of right now, what they're trying to do. And they all know exactly where they're at. They don't believe in expectations and all these other things that other outside sources put on the Celtics. They just know who they are, what they are. And I'm not going to sit here and say they're not disappointed. They are disappointed. They thought the role players would be better. They thought some guys would come in and, and play better. And those guys haven't at this point. So I wonder if Danny typically does not make small moves. I wonder if he will make some kind of small moves around the trade deadline. Oh, interesting. All right, final question on on uh, Celtics or former Celtics. Kyrie Irving, um, you know, I, I don't want to go after him and take shots, but this is a guy who refused to play with LeBron James after winning a title, refused to play for Brad Stevens, said, I'm done here, go build a super team in Brooklyn, and now he looks to be the third guy because, I mean, I personally think James Harden's a much better player. Um any projections down the road on Kyrie Irving? Because remember, when Kevin Durant comes back, that's 20 shots that are going away from everyone else, and I'm assuming a lot are going to go away from Kyrie. Any projections on how this works out with Kyrie and Harden and KD? So, so Kyrie's a special offensive player, and he, he, can, he can dominate a lot of different ways offensively. I think, I think that really the only issue is there's two things I think are coming into play here. I think Kyrie is really loving not playing with fans, not fans like yelling at him <laughs> and, and not having to go on the road in these hostile environments and stuff like that. I really believe that he is. Um, I think that he has really enjoyed this. If you go to NBA games right now, I, I call the Celtic game. So I get a chance to go. The I've never seen NBA players so relaxed in their environment right now. They're, their benches are all spread out. You remember how it used to be, right? You got yeah. guys like all cramped in there and you, and people telling them to sit down. Like the, the environment right now in the NBA for players is as relaxed as you'll ever see. Now, there are moments where you need the fans to help you like generate energy, but I think Kyrie is really enjoying – we're a guy who talked about mental health and safe space and all this other stuff. I think he's one of the guys out there that is enjoying this relaxed environment where it's like almost like a pickup environment. I, like I said, hmm. it's, it's hard to analyze – this year because I don't have any experience playing without fans. I had no experience of going to the bubble. So I don't know if it turns into what it was before where fans are coming back. I have no idea. Like I'm not like a health yeah. or safety expert on this one, but I do think there are a lot of players out there that are really enjoying it. I thought Miami enjoyed the bubble last year with Duncan yeah. Robinson and Tyler Hero knocking down shots. And it was a shooter's gym, the same gym, not traveling, all that stuff. So there's a lot of things factoring into that. I, I, and like I said, I don't know what the end result in the playoffs are going to be, but my guess is like Kyrie is going to feel that pressure later on <laughs> if he has to go into a Milwaukee and they, and they have a, a sold-out crowd, which I have no idea if that will happen or not. Uh, all right, 30 seconds or less, top shot. Uh, give, give, ev- give the audience your elevator pitch. I am not fully sold yet, but it doesn't matter. I'm curious. What do you mean you're not fully sold? Uh, How had, can we, you not be? I, you think it's like a, it's a fake? Like all this stuff is really I, happening it, it, yesterday. It, I mean, oh, Brian, I, I'll give weird. you my I'll give you my my okay. point my my point. So I I get I get packs. I'm always up to get more packs. I'm always trying to get more players. I'm collecting players who I like. I'm collecting pe- players who I think are going to be better than than what people are, give them credit for. Some guys are super hot uh, and and I don't I and I like them, but I'm like I'm not going there. You know, some guys are like Killian Hayes right now. I like him a lot. He's not playing with for Detroit, so I'm. 
trying to load up on guys like that. Okay, like, time out. Like, wait, wait, wait. Hold like, on, Brian. I got to stop you. Killian Hayes, you're investing real money in this guy? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm looking. I'm on the lookout for – it's all – well, you said you 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 bought low on Celtics, on Celtics to win yeah. it all, yeah, they, right? I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, oh I'm looking at talent. Damn, I wish I'm looking at talent, ta- talented players and trying to um, like things out guys I really like. And, and first of all, I also like this. Like I like Marcus Smart as a player, so yes. I want to collect. I want to collect players that I like. I'm trying to collect former teammates, Derek Rose, Rajon Rondo. I'm trying to collect young players who I think are going to be really good, kind of mm-hmm. sliding under the radar. Peyton Pritchard is one of them. I know a lot of people already like know about Peyton Pritchard, but I'm I'm collecting players I like. And like last night, I got opened a pack. I got a Mitchell Robinson. Not a fan of Mitchell Robinson, so I, I sold. It. it was a good card. Right. It was like a like a, a hundred out of five hundred. Okay. So wait, wait Brian, was, hold up. How much does a pack cost? Like a hundred bucks for six for six. Uh, wow. For six, so a hundred uh, bucks moments, and, you, yeah. and you, Killian Hayes, Mitchell. Oof. Wow. wow. Yeah. I, but I, mean, I sold I, the Mitchell Robinson. I, I sold the Mitchell Robinson last night for nine hundred dollars. I for how, wait, for how I much? Like it, nine hundred. Who bought it for nine hundred dollars? Come on! <laughs> I don't they, know. You know, listen, I don't Brian. Know. <laughs> there is some scuttlebutt that the NBA is on the the secondary market buying up a lot of this stuff to drive up prices. Come on, Mitchell <laughs> Robinson. I don't know, Brian. Come on, he doesn't play nine <laughs> minutes a night. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, why do you why do you think I moved on him? Oh like, my god! You know, oh. so I, I before I collect, I always want certain guys that I like. Like for instance, here's a good one, a good example. I didn't like Julius Randle at the beginning of his career. I didn't think he was a great passer. I'm loving Julius Randle now, and I'm looking for more Julius Randle. I like guys that change. So I, it's like it's collector slash being like fantasy sports, you know, believing in young players. That's, that's kind of what I'm doing here. All right. Okay. All right. Brian Scalabrini, NBC Sports Boston. We'll have to bring you back, Brian. Uh, by the way, good job on selling Mitchell Robinson high. Holy cow. What a, what a win. Take your family out to dinner, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks a lot. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, I might have to talk about a $900 Mitchell Robinson moment. Does he have nine moments in his friggin' career? I'm, I'm That's stunned. That's an amazing return. No, there's no way. Wow. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about other stuff, but I'm, I'm obsessed with this. This is so silly. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. My gosh, Brian Scalabrini. Um, Gavin, you know, you're you're a smart guy. You know, your girl's smart. I know she might listen some Saturday mornings. I'm curious where you are on Top Shot. Preston made the hard sell. Was it two weeks ago or last week? That was last week. Okay. This week, Scalabrini made the sell. Yeah. It's. I'll tell you, Jason, I'm leaning towards it. You're leaning towards jumping in. I'm already into crypto, right? Yes. I got into some of the Robin Hood stuff. I'm kind of into this Top Shot. I still don't like that we're talking about essentially trading cards, but they're not physical. It's a digital thing. I could screen record, right? <laughs> and I could I could record a, a GIF myself. Right, but, right, right. But um, no, it's very interesting. And then the other thing I'm weary of is the aspect of a league being so the in bed with The league is behind it. it, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I, I'm texting with some friends about this because, you know, people are like, hey, this is crazy. Should we jump in? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, like a couple hundred bucks, fine. You know, I'll toss in a couple hundred bucks. But 
I mean, Preston said he he owns fifteen percent, I believe, of that card that's worth one hundred fifty thousand, and he right, paid some yeah. real money for that. Um, I don't know, man. It. You know what it is, though, Jason. It's hard to feel like you're going to be the one left out. Is there? It's FOMO, you know? right? You're, yeah. You, you feel you're worried <laughs> exactly. about missing out. Man, I missed the boat on Bitcoin. It's up to what fifty thousand? Over. Did you 50. see? It? it was over fifty, then it plunged to like forty five, yeah. and now it's back up. By the way, GameStop's back up. I which did is see amazing. that. So I'm curious. Is that a Wall Street bets? Have you been on there? I I've been taking a break from that too. So right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had the morning show this week, so I didn't. I haven't really looked at the stock market much. I just saw it was down big. But I don't this whole FOMO thing. It, I try not to really get that. I, you know, I. It's I'm hard not to put your dudes. money into FOMO. Like I'm missing out, and I'm gonna throw money into that. You know. Yeah. But uh, so, like Tesla. Do you yeah. own a lot of Tesla? No. Yeah. No. We we own Peloton. Peloton stock. We bought. Well, Peloton. That, now that's a something physical. Yeah. Right. I I believe in Peloton. Like there's chatter out there that Peloton is so attractive to say an Apple. Because Apple, you merge the music with the Peloton. Everybody who has a Peloton is a high net worth individual. Well, not everybody, but most people. They want to stay physically fit. They're willing to spend 30 minutes or whatever on a bike. Like, if, if, you're, if you've got a Peloton, you've probably got some money, and you're attractive to advertisers. So they're going to get gobbled up eventually. So that's a, that's a smart bet. Um, Tesla, I don't. the production just isn't there. And I don't want to make this a stock market show, but when you look it down, like, Top Shot? I don't, listen, I'm not poo-pooing it, people. Don't yell at me. Uh, Yes, if you want me to throw in 500 bucks, fine. I'll toss in 500 bucks to Top Shot and let's try to make something happen. But I don't have the energy and the bandwidth to be spending a lot of time watching the market. I don't want to get left holding the bag, Gavin. All right, coming up next, Fox Sports Radio. Brandon Ingram taking shots at LeBron? Are you kidding me? Get out! Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofer's in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios, call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save an average of 470 bucks on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. We are farmers. So, of course, given our last guest, Brian Scalabrini, I just went to the Top Shot website um, to sign up. During the break, I said, okay, sign up, Gavin, let's do this. Let's open a pack on air if we can. And I got the message, due to high traffic, we have temporarily disabled signing up for a new account. (laughs) Well, come on, Saturday. Do you get some tech support on the scene here? Just a little bit? The market is booming right now. Oh, yeah. You know, listen, I don't want to be that guy who's an old man yelling in a cloud or, as Gavin said, missing out, simply missing out on the boat. Um, So I would sign up. And now it says it's temporarily disabled. So here's my thing. My Saturday is shaped this way. I'm going to go home. My uh, fourth grade son will do basketball with him and his buddies. Take a little lunch break. Then my daughter will do second grade basketball with her and her friends. And by that time, it's like 4 o'clock because you're hanging out with the dad. Some some dads may bring a couple white claws. You know, obviously wearing masks, blah, blah, blah. And uh, next thing you know, it's 4 o'clock. And I haven't signed up for Top Shot. Um, And now I'm, I'm missing the boat and we're pushing it to Sunday. But um, I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's clearly a bubble that's obvious. But is it a bubble that has some legs or is it going to pop? We'll find out here in the next, uh, I don't know, six months or a year. But, Gavin, I want to say I'm in that weird 
uh, age bracket where my kids are eight and nine, and they're hearing bad words, okay, um, outside of when they're in the house, of course. Uh, although, you know, the wife and I have made a couple slip-ups. I had, I think, two. Uh, the wife said one. Anyways, um, I don't know what's appropriate to show them in terms of viewing. Um, so last night I said, you know what? I'm going to turn on Friday Night Lights, one of my all-time favorite shows, and I'm going to show them. Um, and there was some reluctance, and I forgot how, I think, sultry they made the women on Friday Night Lights, the uh, the series. One of my favorite TV series ever. It's like, for me, it's Lost is 1A, and Friday Night Lights is 1B. And I know Lost, the last three years, people want to say sucked. I need to rewatch it, but it's on Hulu, Gavin. Does anybody have Hulu? We do. You do? Yeah. Sam, you do as well? Oh, okay. Um, I might have to see if I can uh, trade you guys account login info. <laughs> I'll trade you my Wall Street <laughs> Journal for Hulu. No, um, I guess I shouldn't announce that on air. But at any rate, like <laughs> Lost, you can only see it on Hulu. You can't like go to in demand on cable, which is garbage. Come on. Um, and I would love to rewatch that, although my kids might be a little scared. But Friday Night Lights, I mean, Gavin, this is the one classic. of the great. I mean, it's incredible. And... You know, they watched the first episode. They were a little sad when Jason Street went down with the paralysis. Um, but then, you know, Matt Saracen comes in and, and wins the game. It's like, it's a great show. I think it, I don't know that it's wholesome, but it had some good values. But it's, it might be a little much for elementary school kids. Because if I remember, there was some uh, PG-13 steamy scenes, if you will, um, on the show. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm very open to hearing... Um, what shows you guys are showing your kids now outside of like the Nickelodeon Disney Channel stuff. But we've got to get to sports here and actually talk about Brandon Ingram, a guy who, um, listen, Brandon Ingram's a, a nice player. I don't think he's an all-star this year. He was last year. And he came out of Duke. He was supposed to be incredible. And he's never really put on weight. His game is nice. You know, he's putting up solid numbers. I think 24, 6, and 5 or something like that. He's having a good year. And somebody asked him about playing with Zion Williamson, and here is Brandon Ingram of the Pelicans perhaps throwing some shade at LeBron James. I've never played with a player as talented as me. Um, He's a generational talent where you don't know what you're going to get from him every single night. This is going to be something different. It's going to be something exciting. And uh, I like to feed off that. Or I like to come into the game and be ready because I know he's going to be ready. So uh, it's good to have another all-star beside me and having the same mindset as me going into games. Just going to just try to be the best player that he can be. I've never played with a player as talented as me. LeBron was his teammate for a year. So does that mean that LeBron's just like above Brandon Ingram and Zion? Or does that mean LeBron's not as talented as Brandon Ingram? Because I looked it up and LeBron averaged 27, 8, and 8 in his one year with the Lakers. I have him as the greatest player in NBA history above Michael Jordan. Um, And that's not dissing Jordan. Um, I have also said if the game was 48 minutes and no overtime, I would have the first 47 from LeBron and the final minute from Jordan. LeBron makes his teammates better. LeBron also trades his teammates, <laughs> including Brandon Ingram. But, I, listen, I, again, you don't want to kill Brandon Ingram for this because maybe he misspoke. Maybe he's just still salty that LeBron shipped him FedEx-style to New Orleans. But, Gavin, to me, 
this is clearly another shot at LeBron from another one of his former teammates, right? Right. He did not misspeak. This was calculated. Um, The only defense of his comments could be the year he spent with LeBron wasn't a great LeBron year. He got hurt. He did get hurt. He had, you know, obviously he personally uh, went after Ingram by getting him the hell out of there. So he's got a little chip on his shoulder over that. So, I, you know, you can't put too much stock into what people think of someone when they're at a low moment. Like, LeBron was not super happy that season. I give him a lot of credit this season because they're going through a tough stretch right now, and he seems pretty positive, you know? Um, But, no, this was calculated, and I think this was a, you know, he feels hurt that, you know, Brandon Ingram has been, his whole life, he's been the star. Wherever he goes, he's the guy. He goes to the Lakers, and he gets booted out of there. Right. He wants to take a shot at him. Uh, you know, l- listen, we all have e- an ego, okay? A- and, you know, I, c- I always try to be authentic with you guys. I just feel like you'll know if I'm faking the funk. Um, And, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, I appreciate Gavin saying this, but off air, he's like, you know, a lot of people change when they get to California. I feel you're kind of the same, Jason. And I'm like, yes, that's not, you know, I'm not changing. Um. I have an ego when it comes to radio and TV. Like, I think I'm better than a lot of people out there, you know? If I were hypothetically traded from one network to the other, I would I say, yeah, like, I'm playing with the guys that are on my level now. Guys, that, you know, do I think I'm a better radio host or TV personality? Of course I do. I, I think there's something wrong with you if you don't. But there is also an awareness level when it comes to LeBron James, like, even if you don't have him as the greatest of all time, you've certainly got him two or five or ten or whatever. And he traded you for Anthony Davis, and then he won a championship. Like, I know that's got to hurt personally. That's got to be a ding to Brandon Ingram's ego. And he's a young, rich guy who's immensely talented. Uh, but should they face some reality? Like, I, I always say I want complete candor from athletes. I want them to be honest. Was this honesty? And now am I taking a shot at Brandon Ingram? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't feel like he's being honest. I even I played in a basketball league with some guys, um, at, from from FS1, and you know we were good. I think we lost in the semifinals. The other team brought in a ringer. Uh, if you actually listen to the radio tapes, I think I talked about that. I was so angry. You know, we show up to play this team which we had already played. And, you know, we had a little bit of a scouting report on them. We're like, we can hang with them. We can beat these guys. They're good. They have one player who's awesome. And then they show up and they bring in this, like, 6'5 black guy who played in college basketball. This huge guy. And I'm like, what, what is this? You know, they brought in a ringer. This guy could clearly play. He was awesome. And, you know, they beat us by, like, four. And, you know, we lost in the semifinals. The reason I remember that game is because it was on the night of the 2016 election when Hillary lost. We started the game, and they're like, oh, Hillary's dominating. And then, like, it's halftime. It's like, whoa, some things are changing. Like, okay. And then after the game, it's like, oh, my gosh, Hillary lost to Trump. And and I'll never forget because we lost the game. And then the election happens, and I'm like, well, this is an unforgettable night. Um, and I left I, – I stopped playing with that team because it was a bit of a drive, you know, and the wife wasn't thrilled that I'm driving out and, and missing putting the kids to bed. Uh, so I could play basketball, and then I was already playing local basketball, so I had to drop that league. So you know what happened? The next year, Chris Broussard joins the team because they needed a guy, and they win the championship. 
And of course, Broussard is out here, well, yeah, they added me, and now we won the chip. And I'm like, well, first of all, that other team that we lost to, they weren't even in the league. They had to go play in a higher league. But at any rate, of course, I'm telling Broussard, I'm a better basketball player than you. I don't care that you played high school and you, uh, you know, had some D3 offers or whatever. That was 40 years ago, old man. And I said, let's play one-on-one. And then he kind of ducked me, and then I couldn't play the one day he could, and we never got to play. And now he's like, listen, I'm out of shape. Okay? I haven't played basketball in a year and a half. I can't. I'm not doing it. And so we never got to play. But in my head, even though Broussard played at levels I didn't, scored, he was like an all-city guy in Cleveland or where Akron or whatever it was, I still think, yeah, I'm a better player than you. And that's some ego on me. Now, the reality is, if we play and he beats me, boom, I'll give it to him. So the reality is Brandon Ingram should see that LeBron got AD and won the chip, and LeBron was the MVP of the finals, and Giannis said LeBron was the best player in the league, and now LeBron's a leader for the MVP. Like, I don't know. I just— LeBron was in the MVP discussion up until this week. At 36 years old, Brandon Ingram has never been in an MVP discussion. The other person betting on themselves, and we're going to get back into this later, you know, think about Deshaun Watson. There's stories now that he might sit out next year. The reason he might sit out is because he knows he's only 25 years old. Yeah. He can come back and still have a Hall of Fame career. He doesn't need one year, one more year with a terrible franchise to prove that to his next team. Yeah, and uh, let me ask you, who's a better player right now, Brandon Ingram or Zion? Zion? <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, Zion is unstoppable. He's basically the most dominant interior player in the league since Shaq. He's he hasn't cr- even sniffed his prime. He's 20. He has 20. He's played, <laughs> I think, 55 career NBA games. He Right now, he's top five in player efficiency rating because when he touches the ball, it's a bucket. He's averaging 25, 6, and 3. And listen, he's, he's not really shooting threes at all, and he can't shoot them, 31%. Um, but he is a supremely dominant player on the interior. Last Sunday, they had an incredible comeback to beat the Celtics. And with the game on the line, they get it to Zion. He drives on Tristan Thompson, who is a large man. He's 6'8", probably 250. Zion just lowers his shoulder, and Tristan Thompson falls over like he's got hit by a feather. And, I mean, Zion Williamson easily scored the game winner there. Or maybe it went to overtime or whatever, but they won, and Zion was dominant. And nobody right now can stop him. Nobody. If you guys watched the game, I think it was Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night or last night, one of them. Um, they went toe-to-toe with the Bucks, And Zion was get whatever he wants. Like, Brandon Ingram is a really good player. I got the numbers now. He's 24-5-4. and four. Um, He's a good player, but, like, I, don't, I, I just don't know what a guy's supposed to say there. You know? I, 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 I don't want to go after Brandon Ingram because he feels like a nice kid. Um, I, I, I like the Pelicans as, a, as, as an upside team. The problem is they just don't have the guy. Hard play. I don't trust Lonzo. I don't trust Bledsoe. Um, I like Josh Hart, but they just they're just too young right now. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Um, we'll do a little NFL uh coming up, but NBA, I, I really think there's only one team that can challenge the Brooklyn Nets. KD not back until after the All-Star break, but there is one squad that can. Nobody really agrees with me, but uh I think you might. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, 
The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, Roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. See, this, this is how you know that guys are really locked in and paying attention. Iowa Sam sees what we're talking about next. And he cues up this song. He's a smart guy. Gavin and I with Sam have a little positive thing going on there. It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. I don't know what I said with a positive thing going on there, but synergy is the word I was looking for. And I, I tried to sell Brian Scalabrini. We had him on last hour. On the idea of the Boston Celtics being undervalued um, 16 and 17 currently after the win last night over Indiana on the Celtics being the biggest threat to the Brooklyn Nets in the East. Tell me if you agree. Listen to this. As of right now, we're halfway through the season and they don't necessarily have an identity. And I think it's really important to have an identity and understand who you are. You think about the Lakers and their identity. Like the Celtics haven't found themselves yet. And, you know, when you're halfway through the season and you haven't figured that out, it does become tough. But Injuries come into play. Yeah. Kemba Walker sitting out of back-to-backs come into play. Marcus, you know, and his MB out. Tatum with COVID, all these things. It's such a weird year. So I will say this. I don't know where we're going to be at when the fans come back. I don't know if we're going to be at half capacity, at 75% capacity. I have no idea what it's going to look like when the playoffs roll around. But I do know that for a team like Milwaukee, who you mentioned, in Boston, like they need those uh, that home court advantage. That's They've relied on that for years and years and years. I'll totally uh, agree with him on the home court advantage being key. But at the same time, I I just think back, Gavin, which team gave the juggernaut Warriors with Curry and KD and Clay the most trouble? You'd have to say the Cavaliers, right? Well, I mean, I was going to say Houston Rockets pushed them to seven. They did. And And what did they do? They switched everything, right? They were able to match up on the wings with the Warriors. They had P.J. Tucker as your small ball guy. You had Eric Gordon. You had Chris Paul, James Harden. They were switchable on the wings. And the Warriors prevailed in seven, but they won. Um, I just look at Boston. I say, man, Marcus Smart, Tatum, Brown, Kemba. You know, to a lesser extent, Grant Williams. Um These guys on the wing can hang with Harden, Kyrie, and KD. I think, I don't know if they'll beat them. I would say uh, the odds are against them. But when you look at the Sixers, like, who are their wing guys? Tobias Harris, not known as a defender. It's all right. Seth Curry, no. Like, they, they don't have the wings. The Celtics are really devoid. Like, Danny Green's okay, but he's old. Uh, If you want to say Matisse Thibel, He's a potentially very, very good defender. I love Ben Simmons as a wing defender. But all of a sudden, offensively, then you can't keep up. Ben Simmons doesn't shoot threes. I don't know if you can even play Ben Simmons and Thibault because you don't have to respect them as shooters. And that's where it gets problematic for the Sixers. I I really think Boston, and again, right now, no. But my job is to make you think, be interesting, look ahead. And I've said this many times. It is almost impossible to predict the future. We're just not good at that as humans. 
if you had told me five years ago, Jason, in 2021, you are going to spend a week hosting Undisputed. You're going to have a daily podcast. You're going to have a weekend radio show. You're going to write gambling content. Now, five years ago, I would have been like, what? First of all, a daily podcast, like nobody, I mean, the New York Times daily podcast wasn't even out five years ago. Nobody did a daily podcast. And Undisputed as a show, I don't even know if it existed. I think it came out in 2017. I hadn't hosted a TV show ever. Like, gambling was still kind of viewed as, like, smoking. Like, oh, it's dangerous for your health. Oh, it's so risky, these shady characters. Like, things change quickly. Now, in three months will change, things change for Boston. I think rapidly things will be able to change. As soon as they get healthy, Scalabrini said it, 28 minutes together for their best four players. This is a team that, you know, steamrolled. Philadelphia in the bubble. Now, they Philly did not have Ben Simmons, obviously big. And they have, you know, swapped Josh Richardson out. Um, and they got basically a brand new backcourt with Seth Curry and, and Danny Green. Joel Embiid's playing like an MVP. Boston smoked them. And Boston now has two bigs. Well, three if you count Robert Williams, who had a monster night last night. Um, they have the bigs. Too slow, Giannis or Embiid. I, I just, again, if Boston doesn't get healthy, they're in deep, deep trouble. But other than that, I kind of think they can push the Brooklyn Nets a little bit. And, and you know, that first year the Warriors' big three got together, they made a run. I think it was 4-0, 4-0, and then the game won against the Spurs. And I'm going off memory here. They were down like 20 in the third quarter. Zaza steps on Kawhi's ankle. Kawhi lost for the game. Warriors come back and win, sweep the Spurs. And they were going to sweep. The Cavs, and it's funny because I had gone on Cowherd's show and I said, I can tell you this with confidence. Take it to the bank. The Warriors are sweeping LeBron. And they win the first two games, and I'm looking good. And they win game three. Remember, Kevin Durant came up, splashed that three in LeBron's eye with like 50 seconds left. It was like, oh, three nothing. And I'm telling you, I was ready to do a victory lap. And then, of course, the Cavs hit like 28 three-pointer. I think it was 25. In game four, they win you know, easily, and I look like an idiot. Um, and then the Warriors win in in uh, five. So they went 12-1, and one, I think. That was the greatest, or was it 16-1, and one, Gavin? There's three rounds in the West, I'm sorry. Yeah, 16-1. And, and it was the greatest postseason run ever. Better than any Jordan postseason run. I mean, that Warriors team was ridiculous. I don't see the Nets going anywhere near 16-1. and one, You know? We don't hell, we don't even know if Kyrie Irving's gonna show up. Let's be real. Let's be honest. There is some instability with Kyrie Irving uh and the Nets, but uh there's definitely the favorites and I get that. But um just keep an eye on the Celtics coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Will Dallas make a play to land Russell Wilson? You know I'm a firm believer they should, but will they? He uh he covers the Cowboys. He's gonna be a busy man this week. Just when you think, oh, man, finally a little respite. Michael Gelkin, Cowboys reporter for the Dallas Morning News. Mike, you're going to be a busy man here uh, in the next, uh, I don't know, what, 72 hours? Yeah, you know, busy busy is typical on the Cowboys beat. Certainly, you're always on DAC watch and different aspects of free agency that are coming soon. So, yeah, we'll we'll be busy over here. Uh, Any early thoughts on Jerry Jones making a move on Russell Wilson? I guess big picture. Do you think, give me a percentage chance you think Jerry picks up the phone and makes a good offer? 
today. Uh, today, tomorrow, uh, uh, maybe you already did it. I don't know. Less than one percent. Um, wow. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fun story. I think it's an agent driven concoction, um, where he's putting four teams out there very publicly, uh, you know, and I think in a way that some people would say, you know, maybe isn't the best way to handle things in terms of a reflection on Russell Wilson, uh, to insert yourself into other quarterback situations that are at obviously delicate time. Uh, but aside from that, you know, the Cowboys have been pretty steadfast about what they think of Dak Prescott. You know, he's their quarterback. They value him not only as a player, but as a person, as a locker room leader. Uh, I think it's something that, unless you're around Dak Prescott uh, regularly, uh, it's difficult to fully appreciate in terms of who he is as a leader and what he means to the organization, what he represents, uh, the way that he comes into the building, how late he's there at the building, his energy is a, uh, that is effusive, the way he engages with his teammates, the way he can connect with a 35-year-old and a 25-year-old, all different races and uh, ideologies. Um, he is this magnetic force inside the Cowboys locker room, inside the Cowboys organization, inside the star. And frankly, they need more of that, certainly in their locker room. Um, and so uh, the idea that the Cowboys, while still in negotiations with Dak Prescott here in February, would abandon all of that, abandon who Dak Prescott is as a, as a, as a player and as a person and all of that uh, he represents, abandon that early in negotiations relatively in terms of the 2021 uh, you know, situation, um, I think would be uh, – it's a total misnomer to represent it as something likely, something worth spending a whole lot of attention on. Hmm. Um, that it, it just um, – it's because Russell Wilson's agent mentions the Cowboys doesn't mean that Russell Wilson is fit for the Cowboys today. Interesting. All right, so, Mike, that's a strong pushback, okay? I I, I think there's a discussion here. I'm, I'm trying to think, like – you said the word negotiations a couple times, and I'm curious. Does this Russell Wilson news help or hurt Dak Prescott in his negotiations? Or is there no impact? Um, I mean, I think it's part of the backdrop, part of the distant surrounding landscape. I don't know if it's really at the forefront. Um, I think it just can be categorized as, as to noise, and there's been a lot of noise surrounding uh, these discussions, um, you know, to, to, I don't know if it's necessarily to your point, but certainly when we talk about negotiations, um, it might be a bit of a reach to say that there's always been a negotiations between the two sides. They spent so much time uh, a, a bit of a standstill um, yeah, to call it negotiations uh, would be to suggest that there's been a lot of discussion ongoing and, and there hasn't always been um, over the course of this whole trial. But when you look at where we are, which is we're in the middle of the franchise tag window, still fairly early in it, until March 9th. Uh, do the Cowboys have to place that franchise tag on, on Dak Prescott if no multi-year deal is reached by then? And if that scenario arises where there is no multi-year deal by March 9th, uh, it's, it's locked in. They, they will place the $37.7 million franchise tag on Dak Prescott. But here, with that deadline still, it's closing in, it's nearing, but it's not It's not there yet. Um, and the closer that deadline comes, the, the more these conversations will intensify. And even if the window passes where, you know, March, ne- March 9th comes and goes and he's been franchise tagged, they still can continue long-term contract discussions. Um, so, uh, and I think it's also important to remember just how much the ball is in Dak Prescott's court, where mm. if, if the Cowboys wanted to trade – Dak Prescott today to say the Houston Texans, they couldn't. They couldn't. They, they couldn't if they wanted to. He's not under contract when, when league year starts, which is when trades can be processed at the soonest that they can be. 
Um, right now, he's not under contract for the 2021 season. If they were to franchise tag him, you have to sign that contract in order to become trade eligible. Um, so Dak would need to sign some sort of contract with the Cowboys, be it franchise tag or otherwise, before becoming eligible to be traded. And so Dak Prescott, if he wants to be a Cowboy, if he doesn't want to be a Seahawk, if he is intent on getting this deal done, then forget all this Russell Wilson talk. It's dead upon, upon arrival. Mm-hmm. All right, so Michael, what about the aspect that if I just said, you know, Russell Wilson is cheaper than Dak Prescott would be over the next three years. Now, yes, it would cost us several first-round draft picks to bring in Russ. But Russ, from a salary cap perspective, is cheaper. I think it's three years over the next $70 million, according to Pro Football Talk. Dak is, uh, I'm sorry, Russ is cheaper than Dak, and I think everybody would agree, Michael, Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Dak. He is a little older, but he's only 32. We're seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl at 44. Like, 32 is not old by any stretch of the imagination. Does Russ being cheaper suddenly become attractive to Jerry Jones? Well, I think to say that Russell Wilson is cheaper today might not mean that Russell Wilson will be cheaper, you know, for how long will that last? You know, it's obvious that, you know, say, for example, Derek Carr, you know, he's cheap right now for the Raiders, but you no, think at some point. <laughs> well, he's, he's a solid, very solid quarterback. But anyway, he's, he's someone who. Um, you know, very well could have a contract negotiation that would propel him to be at a higher value. So uh, my point is with Russell Wilson is he might be cheap today, but you know, I, I don't know the agent's thinking. Upon a, 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 does he want a new contract? You would think so because uh, he is woefully underpaid relative to other NFL quarterbacks of his caliber. So um, you know, just because Russell Wilson might have a seemingly mm. uh, friendly contract doesn't mean that you aren't trading one uh, difficult negotiation for another difficult negotiation. And if you're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, ship the farm in order to acquire a 32-year-old quarterback and multiple first-round picks, whatever you said that it would represent in terms of what it would take, then what, what, what exactly – you probably want to be, be certain that Russell Wilson's going to be part of your franchise for more than just three seasons. So mm-hmm. those are contract negotiations that probably would have to take place prior to even completing the deal. So, again, the, the, the problem for the Cowboys is, oh, how are we going to get this stack deal taken care of? Let's go ahead and acquire a 32-year-old quarterback, so I'm five years older, but no doubt accomplished and pro football Hall of Famer and not diminishing at all Russell Wilson. But, okay, we're going to do that, but we're trading one problem for another potential one uh, while losing a bunch of draft picks along the way, if that indeed would be the package. Right, so, again, Mike- I think I think all this is, is very, very high in the sky. I think it's very remote. It, we're spending a lot of time on it, but um, if we're talking about what's probable, what I think is going to happen – I don't think it's going to be Russell Wilson to the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Michael Gelkin, Dallas Morning News. Mike, let me ask you this. Watching Jared Goff completely flop after getting his monster deal, watching Carson Wentz absolutely flop after getting his uh, monster deal, both getting traded, do you think that has any impact on Dallas's negotiations with Dak? Because you could argue, hey, man, Goff went to a Super Bowl. Wentz was nearly the MVP. Again, it was 2017. It was only 13 games. Um Dak's done none of those things. Now, I know Dak has a playoff win and Wentz doesn't, blah, blah, blah. But I just I can't get over the idea of paying $37.7 million on a franchise tag or a five-year deal that Jerry wants and Dak says, no, I want four. Like It just seems like too much money to be spending when there's so many holes in the rest of the team. I think you should always be, always be aware of certain market trends and what's happening elsewhere around the league. Uh, then again, you know, if the Cowboys are overly concerned about what was going on around the league, they probably wouldn't have paid as much money as they did to Ezekiel Elliott as a running back, when if you look at league-wide trends, those would indicate to you 
that maybe you shouldn't spend that much money on a running back, however talented he may be. Uh, but obviously the Cowboys didn't care about that when signing the big deal, the deal that they did, making him at the time the highest-paid running back in the NFL. And I don't think it's a real concern that the Cowboys, what went on with Jared Goff, what went on with Carson Wentz, because you know it's it's about the quarterback that they know. You know, No one knows your quarterback better than the team that has that quarterback. And the Cowboys are convinced in who Dak Prescott is. Um, you know, I, you could argue that the, the team was overly aggressive when making uh, those long-term extensions. Certainly, on the case of Jared Goff, I mean, what, uh, where was he in his career really? In terms of where was he in his development really? What had he shown the Rams really? Um, at that point, uh, they were aggressive, and there are upside. There's positives to being aggressive. You're getting out in front of the market. Uh, you're locking up a quarterback to a deal that might seem. Uh, really expensive at the time, but if you're to fast forward in two or three years when the salary cap continues its projected climb, then suddenly that lucrative contract extension becomes very team savvy to have done so in the past. And so, uh, you know, in, in the case of Dak Prescott, the Cowboys have a lot of information. Uh, you know, the, Dak's been a part of the team now for, for five seasons, and even though one of those was abridged because of an ankle injury in week five of last year, the Cowboys are very, very confident. They have all the information that they need in order to make them feel comfortable to make Dak Prescott, uh, you know, someone who will receive uh, extremely lucrative contract extension if they can agree to those parameters. Um, but right now, obviously, it's in negotiation phase. We'll, we'll see what happens. But um, this is a deal that the Cowboys want to get done. And because of the salary cap uh, climate for 2021, which is one that no one would have expected fully, uh, you know, 15, 15 months ago, um, you could argue that it is in Dak. Prescott and the Cowboys' best interest to get this done. The Cowboys, from an obvious standpoint, with salary cap management, uh, you know, avoiding that $37.7 million cap hit in 2021. And for Dak Prescott to get out in front of this, to understand that by playing under that tag, he really hamstrings and handicaps the Cowboys' ability to build a quality roster mm. around him, get this deal done, and help the Cowboys, help yourself, help your, help your teammates. Uh, be competitive in 2021. Uh, Michael Gelkin, Cowboys reporter, Dallas Morning News. Great stuff. Uh, listen, Mike, we, I think we disagree, but ultimately, man, you, your stuff is great. I enjoy reading it. Keep up the good work. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Me. Thanks, Mike. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, what about the Jets? Remember, they were supposed to be in the mix for Deshaun Watson. What are they doing at two? What's going on? Are they going after the Mormon Mahomes? Yes. You like that nickname. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, Roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Currently debating whether or not we should talk about LeBron versus Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I don't know. I would say, where are you on that? Opine away. What is your shirt today? Soundgarden? Yes, sir. Sound Is that Black Hole Sun? Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of good songs. <laughs> they have a lot, That's uh, one of them. I, I kind of, you guys can't see it. You know, there's no camera on Iowa Sam here. But the, the the kind of smirks and the disdainful looks <laughs> he gives with with like a, a a little smile when I ask dumb music questions. It's just, not dumb. It's just you know that's just one of. It's them. like asking uh you know talking about Radiohead and going is that creep? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Very. Good it's guy. their number one hit, but it's not their best song. Black Hole Sun's not Soundgarden's best song. No, I don't think. Sam. No, they have other good songs. I know about that. We said their best. What's their number one song? I don't know. I have I have like all their albums, so you know. <laughs> lots of I, I can name Black Hole Sun. Gavin, can you name other Soundgarden songs? 
Look, guys, we don't want to get into a soundbite yeah, debate. That's a guy who doesn't no stick to sports. Son. That's not my guy. Rest in peace, though. Wait, exactly. who? Oh, Chris Cornell, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. See, again, 90s music. Like, I know the songs, but I know Such 90s movies better than 90s music. We'll come back to Black Hole Sun. I just have to read this ad so Iowa Sam doesn't yell at me later. Please they do. Circle it. Um, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Um, yeah, Soundgarden. 90s wasn't really, it was great music. I, you know what my favorite 90s album is? What's that? Nirvana Unplugged mm. MTV. Or was that late 80s? No, no, no. That was, yeah, that was like 90s, 93, 94, 95. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a huge grunge fan, so love that album, you know. I couldn't tell from, you know, the uh, artsy glasses and the bushy hair. I could not tell. <laughs> you were like a grunge guy. I'm a grunge guy. He's a hipster. That was that quite hipster. a scene, the grunge scene. Are you? Would you call yourself a hipster? No, I don't even. <laughs> hipster and grunt. The, the hipsters, you know, no. It's weird. I don't yeah. wear like cuff jeans, you know, or anything like that. Is that what hipsters I don't are have wearing? A, I don't have a bowl. Look, Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam makes. And bad tattoos. Sam makes French press coffee. I lived with yeah. him. So Do I, you I mean, really? I'm hip, but I'm not a hipster. Yeah. You make French press coffee? Is that like the guy in Billions? The um... Who doesn't make French press coffee? I've never, I, I don't know. People I brought with it in less here time on their hands. Yeah. Oh my! God. You gotta wait a whole four minutes. The rest of us use Keurigs. You know, you know, it's we wore Keurigs, and then, uh, by the way, I did have. I, I was remember I dropped coffee for the month of October, sober October, and then you know I did it pretty well. I didn't obviously have no coffee, no caffeine Halloween. That's what I called it. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, did you go through any type of withdrawal when you? Oh yeah, initially there have, was, like, but shivers? then you get through that tough, <laughs> yeah. tough stretch. But I, I've improved, and I was only doing coffee like two or three days a week. But for undisputed, being there, you know, four thirty a.m., I was like picking up the coffee at five as soon as Starbucks opened, and I realized, damn, I had coffee every day this week so far. So okay, tomorrow, just, just next week like I'm not doing it. I, one to two cups, you know. It's just not good for the health factor. If you drink like five to six cups a day, no, no, it's just like the one do. venti, the big oh, one. Yeah, that's it's like six hundred calories of garbage. Well, you don't need to calories. Get, you don't need the, to get all the the fluff in the fruit, the caramel, yeah. mochiato, yeah, I get mochaccino. But I get no whipped cream. I, I'm not a whipped cream kind of guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I do a splash of half and half, and that's it. No sugar. Yeah, not non-fat milk is definitely the way to go. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about the Jets or coffee? I, you know, they're kind of the same. They're no, there's no, no coffee allowed for the Jets because it's Doug Gottlieb. A little overrated. Come on, Only <laughs> coffee go, go. for closers, and the Jets don't have any closers. But I will say this. Somebody mentioned the nickname to me. Like, how, are, are you? I think the text just said, where are you on the Mormon Mahomes? And I had to think for a moment. Mormon Mahomes, and then it's Zach Wilson, BYU. That's what they're starting to call him. Folks. There's pretty clear separation at this point at the top of the draft. It's Trevor Lawrence, no no denying he's number one. And then number two is Zach Wilson, a.k.a. the Mormon Mahomes. And, you know, coming up next after this show uh, in like an hour and 15, hour, 10 minutes, is uh, up on game with LeVar Arrington, Hushmanzada, and um, Plaxico Burris. They have Lil Wayne on today, by the way. Not a bad get, guys. Uh, you know, I, I think Hoosh has probably talked about this, but He's up close and personal with Zach Wilson for, like, the last month. And I, of course, as soon as I see Hoosh in the studio, I'm like, all right, give me the Zach Wilson latest, you know. And it's all positive. There's some really good stuff about Zach Wilson that I'm I'm hearing. And, again, you know, I don't want to go overboard gushing because I did that with Sam Darnold, and it was a whiff. 
I did that to a lesser extent with Christian Hackenberg coming out of Penn State, and that doesn't even qualify as a whiff. That's, you know, going up, swinging at three pitches way outside of the strike zone, and then sit your butt down. We'll see you in a month after you return from AAA. Uh, Hackenberg was, it's just a whiff. A lot of it's going to come down to the coaching. Um, A lot of it's going to come down to the skill position players. The Jets have had neither for the last couple of years. Where like, are you at on his size? Because he's a pretty small he is guy. A little, yeah, but we're seeing the trend toward, uh, you know, the the smaller quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield made the playoffs this year. Uh, he had a very good season. Kyler I Murray. understand in Kyler Murray, but they're comparing him to maybe the second greatest quarterback of all time. So, again, what I'm saying is Zach Wilson, is he – Gonna be Mahomes? I mean, just look at him. Like, I, I, I just don't I think, know. I think it's some of the twitchability, the angles from which he can make passes. Um, what about the thing about never being a captain? Or do you worry about? Yeah, I, we might need to save that for next hour. Um, I, not to brag, I was often captain of some of my youth sports teams because I am like kind of a vocal leader. I, I know that's shocking because I like to talk and hear myself talk all the time, but. We'll talk about that next hour. That's a good topic. But coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, Russell Wilson! Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you could save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing that you could do with your phone in the next few minutes. Call 1-88-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. College basketball tipping off around the country, and Tennessee and Auburn seems to be quasi marquee game. Now, I will say this: the machine. You guys know college basketball picks. I put them on the Instagram stories. Um, the machine picks came in about twenty minutes ago, and I start looking at it I'm like, okay. And the first pick was Auburn getting seven and a half, and I was gonna bet it. And within 30 seconds, Auburn announces its best player, Sharif Cooper, is out today. He's not playing. I don't know why. I don't know if it's an injury or what. But Sharif Cooper out. So I'm not going to bet Auburn. I, well, I didn't bet Auburn. Now, I will watch the game flow. And uh, if Auburn happens to take an early lead, then maybe I get Tennessee at some value at lesser than 7.5. But uh, you know, college basketball underway. And uh, I did write a piece for Fox Sports this week about the five best value bets in the NCAA tournament, excluding the undefeated teams, Gonzaga and Baylor, both undefeated. Iowa Sam, your uh, Hawkeyes had kind of a rough week. They had they had an up-and-down week, yeah. They had uh, uh, some highs, some lows. Luca Garza became Iowa's all-time leading scorer. Hooray! And then they get uh, smoked uh, by the Michigan Wolverines. Indeed, who- Michigan's looking Michigan, it's Michigan and everyone else in the Big Ten. So Michigan, maybe put them in your Final Four. They're on that. Very they're on team. that value list now. I think they were One plus six fifty. Well, they they also took like three weeks off for COVID, right? Yeah, that was actually a state issued uh, shutdown. So, mm-hmm. what do you make no of the big of kid, the seven footer, uh, Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, yeah, he guarded Luca Garza very well. Um, he 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 looks like a very good player. He's already averaging like fifteen a game. So. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because he's not a pro prospect, not much of one. I mean, he's only a freshman, so yeah, he's a seven-one. Yeah. What is two fifty? He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Big boy. He's like a back to the basket kind of guy. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, 
I do like Michigan's chances to win the uh, NCAA tournament. I'll put some other picks on um on the IG stories later on. I did bet Illinois and uh, I forgot the other one, but it's on there. Anyways, let's go back to the NFL. Before we get to Russell Wilson, I just quickly, Gavin mentioned it. We were talking about the Mormon Mahomes, Zach Wilson, and Gavin's like, well, what about him not being a captain? And I had heard that, and I decided, let me look into it a little bit. So BYU, as we know, a little strange. Um, They do some things differently. They have captains, but they also have what's called a leadership council. He was on the leadership council, but he wasn't necessarily a captain. I don't, I mean, Gavin, this is a weird year with COVID. I'm just asking you because it's one of those things that reminds me a lot of the Justin Herbert thing. Look, I'm a Charger fan. I am the last person that will ever criticize a player coming out of the draft as he's not a leader guy. He's not a, you know, rah, rah. That was the knock on Herbert. And then look at him on the field. You know what works as leadership? Your play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaks volumes. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there as a major talking point about Zach Wilson, which is weird. The guy went to BYU. You don't usually think of BYU players as problem people, right? Um, but no, Zach Wilson definitely has the talent. I just, I do look at him a little bit of like, not saying he's Johnny Manziel, but he is undersized. He's not, no, not that you can't be Russell Wilson or yep. some of these other guys. But man, I hate that nickname because again, you're comparing him to someone who's probably already a Hall of Famer after just a few years. In the yeah, league, so. it's weird. He, you know, wasn't great as a freshman, had some injuries as a sophomore, and the injuries always concern you, um, a shoulder and a thumb. But then he had, to, because of the injuries, you know, other quarterbacks like made moves. So he had to win the starting job last last year. He didn't go in like, oh, it's his. He had to beat out two other guys. He did beat them out, and then fully healthy, he was I mean, supremely dominant. And hence the nickname Mormon Mahomes and some of these throws he's making. And, I, you, I mean, Gavin, it's funny. This whole NFL draft process starts out as, we love everybody, we love everybody, and then you get closer, and it's like, okay, how can we pick apart guys? And I think Justin Fields is going to get a big, big treatment of picking apart uh, as we get closer to the draft. And you don't know how much of it is smoke and mirrors. I mean, it's funny. Russell Wilson, huge talking point this week. Is he going to get traded? He said he'll go to Chicago or Dallas. And then, you know, you mentioned, well, yeah, I would take him over Dak. Boy, New Orleans, oh, my gosh. They don't lose a, a beat if they go from Drew Brees to Russell Wilson. Chicago, well, the, the defense and Russ, they could, like, people start then picking apart Russell Wilson. I mean, which is silly. Like, this this narrative that, like, we can just pick apart anybody, you guys do realize anybody can be picked apart. I mean, I was on a show where Greg Jennings said this week, and hopefully the up-on-game guys can ask him about it, oh, yeah, teams have solved Mahomes and the Chiefs because of the Super Bowl. I was like, what? One friggin' game, and now all of a sudden people solve Mahomes and the Chiefs? Kind of hurt that he was missing his left tackle. And his right tackle in the Super Bowl. Kind of a big deal. They had done well without the right, but then you toss in the left, and it's like, holy cow. Shaq Barrett dominated that game. JPP dominated that game. Patrick Mahomes was running for his life. This idea that we just want to pick people apart. It's it's the typical sports cycle. We build them up, and we tear them down. We see it in entertainment, too. Britney Spears. I haven't seen the documentary. 
Um, but I was working at Us Weekly back in the day when Britney had her meltdown. Leave Britney alone! It, it, was, it was a little bizarre. Um, when, I, once they hit the top, people are always looking to Oh, definitely. To Listen, this is, I mean, it's sad, but that's what we do. The buildup, you get the clicks, you get the attention, you get everything, and then the teardown, same deal. People just can't stop talking about it, and, and they want to just pile on. Remember Carson Wentz? Gavin I was like MVP of the league in his second year. This guy's going to take over. Carson Wentz is now hot garbage. Remember the narrative on him was that the Browns screwed up by taking Baker Mayfield Baker May- that yeah, trade. Yeah. And look at that now. Now you'd go, well, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield. At least he's starting. He's yeah. winning playoff games. So this is Sam Darnold. The New York media built him up. And they haven't totally torn him down yet. Um, and he's actually going to be one of those where there's going to be a build up, tear down, build up again. When he lands in San Fran or wherever he lands. Um, even Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, listen, everybody gets it. Tiger Woods, big time. I mean, people loved him, loved him. And now Tiger, Tiger Woods. I mean, did you see the CNN clip, Gavin, of the guy saying, well, hey, this is what happens when you're popping pills or pink. I mean, I don't know if they fired the guy, but it was like, oh, my gosh. And they didn't, you, the information wasn't even out there. It was like Tiger Woods, car accident, broken leg, shattered ankle, blah, blah, blah. And then this guy just make, gets out his jump to conclusions, Matt, and leaps all the way to, well, yeah, painkillers. It's like he couldn't just get in a car. Yes, thank you. He couldn't just get in a car and flip it. Um, but the teardown, man. It, By the way, also two others in the fighting world, uh, Ronda Rousey oh! and Conor McGregor. Man, both of them, they enjoyed the height of – of the UFC fighter that we've never seen, and then the teardown was quick. And and listen, on some level, like you understand where people are coming from, man. I, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna gush about you and and say you're the greatest and blah 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 blah, well then I can also say you stink and you're terrible. I, it's kind of harsh, which but... by the way is kind of what happens to LeBron, where with the political thing, it's like people are grasping at straws to tear at him. So if you enter a realm. That is not your forte. The political realm is vicious. Like, and you don't, and when you don't have all the information, because you shouldn't, you are not a politician. That's not your life's work. People will definitely look to to find fallacies in what you're saying. Um, not to go too into politics, but the Bill Clinton buildup was incredible. And I don't know that they necessarily tore him down, but Hillary got has been, I mean, I read a, a story where Hillary has just been, I mean, basically, they've been coming after her for like two decades. I don't, listen, I'm not going deep into that one. But the venom on the teardown is always stronger because you could just unload, you know, and it, 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 on some level, it is kind of messed up. I would like to hear LeVar Arrington's take because remember coming out of Penn State, I mean, this guy was supposed to be Lawrence Taylor. He admitted that, you know, people were comparing him, saying he can have that kind of impact on a game. And he, he had a good, good NFL career. But then, you know, when the injuries start, they come after him and listen, you got to be mentally strong. And that's why I say you can never get too high and never get too low. You got to stay even keel. When people are showering the accolades on you and they're throwing the rose petals at your feet, just keep some perspective that on the way down, they're going to just throw, throw feces at you. Like that's how, that's how bad it is. People want to pile on and, Listen, nobody really cares, but on my own personal level, I definitely saw it when I had started the website 
right? People really liked it. And as soon as I got to FS1, the Venom came out. It was like people who had said good things about me in the past all of a sudden were like, what? This guy's getting a TV. This guy's getting a radio show. Who is this guy? What has this guy done? And then, of course, you know, given who I was working with, uh, one of the guys in particular, people just went after him. So I was collateral damage. And this is this is what happens. You can never get too excited. You know? Uh, my podcast, Straight Fire, uh, Gavin does some stuff on it. Rob, you guys know him. Rob G produces um, uh, The Odd Couple. And, you know, we are always talking about the numbers. The numbers matter. And for whatever reason, I'm sure, Gavin, you know the, the Cam Newton slash Steph Curry topic from this week went monster on, on downloads. It was like a, out of the blue. that We don't know what did it. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, people love my Cam Newton take. People love my Curry take. Yes, that is a victory. I matter. Like, you can't do that. It was, I think, one of the biggest podcasts we've had. And it's like, I can't go over the moon. That's great. All right, let's see what kernels we could take from that. On to the next one. And like, I enjoy that mindset of, okay, what's next? What's next? Um, I heard a quote from a guy named Bob Pittman. Some of you may be familiar with him. Uh, iHeartRadio, um, Six Flags Great Adventure, uh, started MTV. He said, you know, Life is not really about wins and losses. It's stepping stones, you know? Um, You get to a job, you do good, great. Don't just sit there and get pat on the back. That's a stepping stone to the next thing. Your next thing stinks, you're awful. Hey, it's a learning experience. You move to the next one. You can't get too caught up in anything. And it's really a good life lesson because these days, nobody's staying anywhere in the same job forever. You know, I mean... I don't know about you, Gavin or Sam, but my, I know my dad got to the government um, when I guess he was, I don't know, maybe 43 or whatever, and ended up staying there till he retired, like 25 years. And my buddy's dad's, same deal. You get a job, you stay there 30, 40 years. That's just not the case anymore. Everything's a stepping stone. You get somewhere, and hopefully they treat you with respect, and you like them, and you, uh, you keep moving up the charts. If not, yeah, you got to go somewhere else. You know, this idea that Russell Wilson should automatically just stay in Seattle forever because they drafted him and he won a Super Bowl and he lost a Super Bowl. Uh, I, I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. And I, I think some of it comes back to the player empowerment that guys like LeBron and KD and they got the venom for leaving. LeBron, I mean, who, everybody killed him for coming to L.A., wins the title. People just m- massacred Kevin Durant for going to the Warriors. Two titles, two NBA MVPs. Like, I, I think you got to just do what you feel is right. You shouldn't just stay somewhere because they drafted you. If I'm Russell Wilson, I, I don't know why he's putting Chicago on that list. Uh, I don't really see the attraction there. You want to go in a division with Aaron Rodgers? But imagine, Gavin, leaving the NFC West, which I think is the best division in the conference. It's stacked. And then you go to the NFC least, which is a joke, where the 7-9 and nine Washington football club made the playoffs. And as of now, Washington's going into the, uh, uh, to the 2021 season with a quarterback battle between Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke. If Russell Wilson gets to the Cowboys, they're the favorites in the NFC East. And here's audio, though, from Michael Gelkin. We talked to him last hour about the chances of Russ getting to Dallas. 
Give me a percentage chance you think Jerry picks up the phone and makes a good offer. Less than 1%. You know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fun story. I think it's an agent-driven concoction. You know, the Cowboys have been pretty steadfast about what they think of Dak Prescott. You know, he's their quarterback. They value him not only as a player, but as a person, as a locker room leader. Uh, it's difficult to fully appreciate in terms of who he is as a leader and what he means to the organization, what he represents. And frankly, they need more of that. And so uh, the idea that the Cowboys, while still in negotiations with Dak Prescott here in February, would abandon all of that early in negotiations, relatively in terms of the 2021 situation, I think would be, it's a total misnomer to represent it as something likely, something worth spending a whole lot of attention on. It's because Russell Wilson's agent mentions the Cowboys. doesn't mean that Russell Wilson is fit for the Cowboys today. It's fun. This NFL offseason shaping up to be one of the fun, one of the most fun of my lifetime. It is. I mean, Matt Stafford, franchise quarterback, top 15 guy, traded. Carson Wentz, bad year, but he got a, I mean, he got a massive extension, traded. Um, Deshaun Watson, we'll see. Russell Wilson, we'll see. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to uh, quickly go to the NBA. We actually haven't done a lot on LeBron. Is he still the MVP? Uh, are the Lakers fine now because they finally won a game? What about the paper clips? What are those frauds up to? We'll cover the NBA next year on Fox Sports Radio. Well, I'm the king. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofer's in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Uh, Iowa Sam, I see Franz Wagner. Is that Mo Wagner's brother? It is. Oh. From Michigan. Franz Wagner, yes. So they got Wagner and the, the big kid... Uh, Dickinson, Man. yeah, and they have this guy Livers. Uh, they have a bunch of yeah. Their their guards are seniors. They're very good with the ball. Their only loss was to Minnesota. I did way too. Ooh, nice play by Indiana. I did way too much research. Um, because you know, listen, when I'm betting my money, uh, I, I need to do as much research as possible. Um, they were missing one of their two starting guards in their only loss of the season. They got destroyed. They by got Minnesota. yeah. They got waxed. I, they that's also. It's the barn. It's Minneapolis. It's a tough yeah, place Yeah, but they to already play. beat Minnesota by like 20. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you know it was kind of an off guy. I think yeah. the guard they were missing was their best defender. Um, interesting. Auburn without Sharif Cooper, currently leading Tennessee. So going the opposite of what I thought. Now there is, I, I don't know what it's called, but this idea that when the opponent's best player is out, everybody on the other team is like, oh, great, we don't have to face that guy. They not let down their guard, but they don't play to the level. You see a lot in the NFL when X players ruled out, you're like, oh, that's huge. That's a game changer. And then in the game, it doesn't really matter unless it's one of the, like a left tackle or an edge rusher. Um, but I, I do wonder if there if there was some of that with Michigan because if that's the case, Iowa Sam, then they're basically an undefeated team. Yeah, and they're, they're, they are um, a few games behind schedule because of this, that shutdown. Yeah. And so, you know, if they had played their full schedule – I mean, they're, they're they're one of the best teams. In the I, I wonder how the hell there's never been 
this many undefeated teams late in the season in college basketball, at least to my knowledge. There's maybe usually like a Wichita State, um, St. Joe's with Jameer Nelson and Delonte West. We have two, I we think have, maybe three. There's like a, uh, maybe still a, uh, a mid-major. I can't remember. Oh, was. really? Wow. Like It was some team. Yeah, they, they, they listed them off a few weeks ago, but it's Baylor, Gonzaga, and there may be a mid-major that's undefeated right now. Wow. But there's only two or three. Shout out to my JMU Dukes who uh, are playing some of their best ball. They've got a shot at the NCAA tournament. Um, they've had one trip in the last 25 years. And um, I, before I got there, JMU got to the NCAA tournament. They had a guy, um, his name was Kent Coluco, like a New Jersey uh, undersized uh, white guard who was just an sh- incredible shooter, like 6'4". And he made a shot at the buzzer to send them to the tournament. And, of course, that guy's a legend. Well, his sister ended up coming to JMU. She, also a legend. Not for sports, though. <laughs> Let's just say she was uh, pretty memorable. Um, at any rate. Well, Gonzaga and Baylor are your two teams that are undefeated. undefeated yeah. Um, Texas, Texas Tech is happening right now. You know, it's weird. Are there fans at some of these games? It looks like it. I can't really tell because of the cardboard cutouts in the stands. You know, it's just weird. It I, looks like there are. I mean... <sighs> You see plenty of stuff on social media about people being at games, especially yeah. NBA games. What about in the Houston NBA? And... There's plenty of guys. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah. the Utah no, Jazz. I, I, know, I know people that have been to games. Really? Yeah, in Houston. Yeah. So what do, what do they say? Are there are people wearing masks? Do they have temperature checks? Like, yeah, there and there's there's temperature checks. In some cases, I think there's even COVID tests. Um, mm. I think Isaac might have something on this. Yeah, we Isaac? actually have uh, audio from a fan who attended a recent NBA game. Jason, oh, listen. Okay. I don't have an issue le- with LeBron. I don't give a f- about LeBron. Anyway. NBA fan um, of the year yeah. right there. <laughs> that was in Atlanta. Always throwing some shade at LeBron. Too. Well, oh, is that that? That's that cougar from Atlanta? Courtside Karen. <laughs> I actually don't think she was that old. I know. That's she the was... funny thing. She looks like a cougar. The guy she was fake. with. The... the guy she's with is like 60 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, that, that's a good good call, Isaac. Nicely done. You know, somebody it keeps mentioning you on social media. Ralphie, boy. I, guess, I assume that's Ralph Irvin, right? Uh, <laughs> no, it's a different Ralph. Uh, oh, different very, Ralph. Very appreciative of uh, the still out on that one. Yeah. There's some oh, oh. controversy today. Oh, there is some controversy. Trying to figure out who that person is. Ah, Kevin okay. Durant burner, no doubt. <laughs> Isaac Lowen. You guys just blew up a spot. Um, it's too soon, bro. Uh, <laughs> speaking of LeBron. Um, who's your MVP leader right now, uh, Gavin, in the NBA? I know it's February. There's still like four, maybe like 37, 35 games left. Uh, I saw Undisputed this week, so I know how this is going to go down for you. <laughs> but Joel Embiid right now. Okay. Uh, Ask me last week, it would have been LeBron. And the week before that, it might have been <laughs> Damian Lillard. And the week before that, yeah. it might have been Steph Curry. The one person it will not be this year is Giannis. 100% not Giannis. Let me ask you this. Is there a dark horse chance that James Harden steals the MVP? Yeah, I do. I, I would have him almost third right now. The net, now, he's only played a handful of games in Brooklyn, but the Nets are half a game behind the Sixers. And again, looking to the future, trying to project it, is a fool's errand. However, Brooklyn Nets have seven back-to-backs in the second half of the season. We know Embiid's already missed six games. He's going to miss more. They're not going to get the number one seed. The Sixers are not. Brooklyn will get it. Uh, unless like every, unless the big threes all are injured. Um, so now you're looking at Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to have the best record in the East. They will not have the league's best record. That will belong to Utah. 
which is just mostly murdering teams right now. I mean, they're built for the regular season. And if the Nets have the best record in the East, if James Harden continues to put up these monster numbers, I think he could sneak in. Now, it's gonna he's going to need help. Embiid's going to have to miss, you know, a bunch of games. And LeBron and the Lakers are going to have to slide a little bit. And Harden could steal it. And I, I just want to put this out there before we go to break. I mentioned life is not about success or failure, but it's stepping stones. And the reality is James Harden looked like a jerk at the end of his Houston tenure. That's the reality. But he needed to do that to get the hell out of Dodge. He needed to. And now look at the situation he's in. The kid um, who was part of the Harden trade, Christian Wood. Oh, no, no, they got him in free agency. I'm sorry. Christian Wood is now hurt. The Rockets have lost like 9 of 11 or something. They're one of the worst teams in the West. Harden is now one of the best teams in the East with KD. Things are working out with Kyrie. Like, it had to happen. Harden had to leave. It had to be ugly. And now he's thriving. So, like, I don't know. It it was clearly held against Harden when it came to all-star voting. And I do wonder if some of these high and mighty media members of the NBA, Gavin knows they're all very, very, very left-leaning. Are they going to hold it against Harden that he forced his way out of Houston and refused to vote for him for MVP? I do wonder if that'll come up. Because the media votes for it. You know they're And, and they do love narratives, too. The The media always finds a narrative to run true? with. Yeah. Um, I, I disagree with one thing you said. You said it had to be ugly with Harden. I don't think so. How? Okay, how he does he needed to out? force his way out, right. and, and that is really opening a dialogue with, with the front office of, hey, I want out. This is what I've... Now, he can be wrong on that, and we know that that franchise bent over backwards for years. They did whatever he wanted to keep him there. That's true. Um, and he screwed them over, but he didn't have to be breaking COVID protocols, going to strip clubs, <laughs> doing all the ridiculous things. He was supporting a friend, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what I tried to tell my wife last time I went to a strip club. You know, I was supporting my friend. You know, It was a big night for her. Putting you know, some I kids needed, through college. I know. needed to be there for you know, no. I do not have any stripper friends. I have not been to a strip club in a little while. Um, at any rate, let me get off this topic before I get in some trouble. So my plan for the afternoon is to get on Top Shot. Um, although I guess talking about it on air, somebody um, was listening who's a friend and texted like, oh, you don't even need to get on today. They don't give out good packs on Saturday. Like, what, what are we doing here, Gavin? Come on, this stuff is, it just seems like a bunch <laughs> of yeah, malarkey. Can I say that? Yeah. Um, I wanted to in-game bet on Tennessee here. They're down against Auburn. I wanted to in-game bet on Michigan, but um, let's just say I have multiple websites I gamble through, and um, all of them seem very slow today. I guess there's not a lot going on in America, so everybody wants to gamble, which is smart. Hey, I just saw this. Um, Gavin, it's not on the books. You have no idea what I'm about to say. But Jeremy Lin is now claiming he was called coronavirus during a G League game? What? I saw that headline. I know. Oh, is this old? No, I mean, it's very new. I know the G League is investigating it. So Jeremy Lin's playing in the G League. Jeremy Lin, of course, Lin Sanity in New York um, back in the day before Carmelo Anthony was like, I've had enough of this and got him shipped out of town. So he he's not going to name the player. He's not into naming or shaming, but someone called him coronavirus because he's Asian and um, a lot of people think I do think that's admirable of him. You think but of why the, bring it up? Well, uh, I don't know what situation 
where it came up. I don't know how that happened. No, no, Maybe I mean, someone oh, heard oh, it. Right. He Maybe, said, apparently he said it on a podcast, I guess. Oh, no, I'm sorry. In a Facebook post on Thursday, Jeremy Lin mentioned, you know, somebody called him coronavirus. On the All I'm saying is I think in the culture we're in right now, where if you name someone, that person is getting doxxed or death threats and all these, you know, yeah. maybe it is a good thing not to isolate the person. But uh, That's a good point. Yeah, this this whole culture we have now of um, if... You where know, no one's allowed to do anything wrong. Like, right. you know, the, the utmost extreme will come for you. So. Now, the counter to that, of course, Gavin, is, well, what do you want to do wrong? Go, you want to say something? Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Look, if you, if you talk to Ben Wallace, I'm sure a lot of guys, you know, back in the day were, were saying a lot of things that... That I'm just saying, like trash talk right. does cross the line. Yeah, I mean the Cam Newton video. Uh, Rasheed Wallace, I'm sorry. Ben oh. Wallace, great defender though. Yeah, I was I was wearing like Ben Wallace. I'm sorry, like, yeah. Afro Joker something. Um, <laughs> no, the Cam Newton video. We didn't get a chance to really dive into it here. Um, that young punk popping off, um, and, and you know just telling Cam Newton, "You're a free agent. You washed. Nobody wants you." Blah blah blah. <sighs> That was troubling to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's I think stems from social media nowadays. What kids do for clout to 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 make themselves right. get a name, and they can try to take advantage of, you know, like the fact that a former MVP, a guy that went to the Super Bowl, is at your camp, and you're not just learning from him; you're yeah. taking time to trash him. Like insanity. But you know, it's weird. Lavar Arrington again from Undisputed. He's up next here on uh, up on game. They got Lil Wayne coming up. Um, LeVar and Greg Jennings, yes. LeVar Arrington tried to make the case that that's the culture in 7-on-7. It's just trash talk. People just pop off to everybody. And and, and I was going to say, okay, so Tom Brady shows up at a 7-on-7. Do you think he's getting this treatment? Are people saying this about Tom or, well, he won a Super Bowl? If Pat Mahomes shows up, are they saying, oh, you got crushed in the Super Bowl. You suck. You're nothing. Is that the culture? Is that a culture to be proud of? And I didn't want to go after Lamar too hard, but, you know, maybe he could talk about it more. Like, that's not right. That may be the culture, but that's not right. And it's on LeVar and some of these other guys to change that crap because that is not getting these kids anywhere. And, you know, I told, I think I told the story on, on, on my podcast, Straight Fire, like, uh, me and some, I used to have some best friends in ele- middle elementary school, and then I kind of pulled away from them when I went to middle school, got some new friends, and my old friends and I were like, kind of butting heads or whatever. So one night I had a sleepover with my buddies and we snuck out of the house and TP'd and egged my old friend's house. And it's not cool, right? But we did it. Just, you know, kids do. We're punks. <laughs> and of course, like, you know, I guess one of the idiot friends of mine like was bragging about it and it got back to the kid and his mom called my mom and was like, your son TP'd and egged my house. What the bleep, bleep, bleep. And my parents brought me to their front door and I had to apologize. And... I got in a ton of trouble. Um, I don't know that that exists now. Like, nobody's being held accountable. We know online nobody's being held accountable for anything. It's a parent's job to really step in and say, that ain't right. And, eh, I, you know. Well, I do think that kid came out and apologized. He did apologize. Um, I mean. Kids are going to be kids, right? They the are. The problem is that we have a culture now that kind of rewards That's the problem. Behavior this kid like went that. viral, right? The, remember the, the Jake Paul, Logan Paul stuff? A lot of what they've done to become so uh, notable. Wait, hold on, hold on. This so is, these are this YouTubers. Yeah. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, are they 
two different. They're brothers. Brothers, okay. Yeah. I know one of them fought uh, Nate Robinson. Before. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing now. But in the past, what they were doing was a lot of YouTube videos to. And they were rewarded for being. Yeah, jokes. like just whatever. Yeah. Okay. You remember Ashton Barbie. Kutcher back in the day had punked. Now that. It's a pretty tame version of that was what we're fun. talking about. Yeah, that was all for fun. It came out, you know, pranks, jackass. You know, that wasn't yeah, really yeah, trying to hurt was people. Thing. This is next level. Yeah, now. this is like um, doing things for clout, you know. And that's sad. And I made a point to show my kids a video. And I say, I'm just telling you right now, if you guys do any crap like this, you're in deep, deep, you know, that's not going to fly. That Like, I don't want to raise my kids with that. I don't care if that's the culture, Gavin. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Not, and, and, th- and listen, I, I would almost say you need to say to LeVar, like, hey, man, Jason was going hard at you saying that it doesn't matter that that's the culture. Like, that's not, that doesn't make it yeah, okay. It doesn't make it right yeah. if something is homophobic or racist or sexist. It doesn't make it right because that's the culture. Yeah. Right? I don't And I'm sure there's a lot of young people being like, ah, oh, Jason, you're just an old fuddy duddy, man. Okay, fine. But on some level, like, the way you're raised, like, Gavin's parents raised him a certain way. Iowa Sam's parents raised him. My parents raised me. Like, that stuff over years, you become an adult and you grow up. And if your parents aren't locking you down and saying, that ain't cool, and you keep that up, keep that up, like, what are you going to be at 35 or 40? I think that young man has learned his his lesson. You we, think? We're talking about a week later. He's, I'm sure he, yes, I'm sure he has. Because there's also something we've forgotten as a society, and that's, Mercy and forgiveness. No, no, yes, no, and no. grace. We, we do yes. remember. And gr- but I mean, no, like, no, no. Not only to forgive as a people, culture, we need to. We need to, as a culture, a society, we have to just forgive people and have a little mercy. You know, because it's brutal. Yeah, out this there. is a teenager. He screwed up. He should not oh, be crucified. It's like the guy who was the kid Dante DiVincenzo from Villanova. Remember, like he's scoring thirty points in the old national title game, and, and somebody yeah. dug up some old tweets. Of course, that he they wrote. did it to Josh Allen. Remember? Josh Allen, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, Josh Hader, uh, the All Star game. He had a, a pitcher. He had a baseball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that doesn't excuse you know their ignorant words of the past. Right, but, they were a kid. You but know, you're get over immature. It. Your brain is still developing. I'm sure that that young man. You know, listen, let's leave the kill alone. Yeah, he, my, you know. <laughs> my point wasn't. I didn't want. I hope I didn't come across killing the kid. It, I was more focused on the culture at sure. large. That I just don't think that stuff is acceptable. You know, I, I don't. I don't think it's good. The main thing, though, is too, is like you can't hold people to a standard of like what you did when you were 13. This is true. And it's the same thing with the historical stuff of they're trying to hold Thomas Jefferson and George Washington to today's Gosh, standards. Did I see something about an Abraham Lincoln? They yeah. yeah I, right. I, don't, I, I had to stop looking at the headline. I read yeah. half of it. And I was like, remove Abraham Lincoln something. <laughs> and I was like, are you, what are we doing? Yeah. I, I'm not clicking this. I'm not even reading it. What was it, by the way? I, I don't even want to get into that, okay, but good. it's just you, you cannot hold people in the past to standards of today because the values have changed. Okay, we've grown as a country. Yeah, and and it's the same thing with a thirteen-year-old on the sideline yelling at Cam Newton. When he's twenty-one, he should be able to get a job out of college. Not you know he shouldn't be canceled because yeah. of what he did in a viral video seven years ago. All right, coming up next, we wrap up the show. It's been a good one. Keep it locked. Back after this. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Uh, some decent college basketball games going on. Michigan's trying to pull away from Indiana in Bloomington. 
Texas Tech is Tech. Close. Tennessee Auburn's surprisingly close. Um, up on game is next. LeVar Arrington, Plaxico Burris, TJ Hushmanzada, who I already see in here. Um, they got Lil Wayne coming up. It's funny. Uh, Gavin, I was going to ask. I was going to ask um, best Lil Wayne song for me. It's there's no doubt it's the Ballers theme song, uh, right right above it, right. It's uh, a great song. How yeah. can, is that not the best? Is well, that a- it's it's definitely one of the most melodic. Um, yeah, I think Amelia is probably still like. Can you, I was saying, cue that up real quick. I I mean I know the song, but I. Amelie uh, was one of the lead uh, singles off the Carter Three, which yeah. was kind of. is looking at me like, how do you not know that song <laughs> to memory? And I'm just like, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lil Wayne has been doing it since he was a kid. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal um, how successful he's been. Yep. By the way, Drake. Drake. Uh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, he, he signed with Lil Wayne's label. Hushmanzada's so. getting Drake next? No, no, no. I'm saying Lil Wayne signed Drake. Oh, he was, did he? Yeah, I wouldn't say he discovered him. I know there was a, a infamous bidding war over Drake, but Lil Wayne came out on top. Drake, the guy who uh, pivoted from what Nickelodeon, wasn't he on one of those? He was on Degrassi. Yeah, I didn't. Back know, in the I day, it was I, a. Yeah. I, I was the Saved by the Bell guy. I don't know about this Degrassi. Stuff. Nowadays, Drake would have been in trouble for taking the role of a handicapped person, right? Because he was in a wheelchair in the show. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, this was before my time. I didn't even watch it's, that. It's funny to see, though, how times change. That would have been a controversy. That was not a controversy at the time. Huh. He was just a kid actor. Yeah, and now he's like the biggest deal ever. Um, yeah, so they'll have uh, Greg Jennings coming up and Lil Wayne. Yeah. Um, I, I will say Lil Wayne I will always associate with, and I know people are going to disagree, but my musical tastes connect me to a moment in time, whether it was a scene at a bar women are just, like, clamoring to meet me, something along those lines. And no laughter? Come on. I thought you guys would like that. Um, <laughs> the Ballers theme song, that show just got uh-huh. me amped at the beginning. Um, the, like, the theme song, the cuts, it just, it was a cool show. It's like Entourage was a cool show. Um, Ballers was a cool show. Now, I know you can't really say that stuff on social media because of all the soft losers on there who are like, oh, Entourage sucked. That show was so stupid. Like, that show was amazing. Stop. Entourage was incredible. And Ballers, I mean, the theme song led to it, but um, yeah. Here it is. Makes you want to lift weights and work out. Look at Hushmanzada's like dancing. <laughs> we got like a vibe in here. Yeah, definitely uh, love that. Uh, it's it's tough because I've been listening to Lil Wayne for so long. I view this as one of his newer songs. Oh. And it's probably not, it's not new. It's like. I've been out for like 10 years, so oh. it's weird. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, he's a hit maker. Slum sure. dog Millionaire Bollywood. Yeah, I just that song's awesome. Um, should we just play this to the <laughs> All right, quickly, somebody, uh, Iowa Sam, somebody sent me an Instagram DM about Soundgarden. They said July 4th is the best song. It's a good song. It's a good song. Very good song. I had looked up a ranking, and yeah. uh, Vulture, who does a great job ranking music and TV shows, they had a July 4th as well. As the, oh, or really? Or 4th of July. I think it was technically called 4th of July. 4th of July. Where was Black Hole Sun? It was number three. So oh. I feel dumb wow. for That's criticizing true. it Yeah, you were, all, you were hammering <laughs> it. Uh, all right, listen, it's been a great show. Uh, I had a long week. I will be sleeping a lot tonight. Um, watching, probably going to bet on Gonzaga again to win. Um, I'll be doing a lot of college basketball bets. If you follow me on the gram, I'll put, this, put them on stories. 
you can download the podcast soon. Are we opening a Top Shot pack on air next oh, week? Oh, yeah, that's going to be the do goal. It. I mean, listen, I will be getting on this Top Shot. If I could sell a Mitchell Robinson card for $900 Ooh. or a Mitchell Robinson highlight, like I didn't even know he had enough highlights to sell. Um, by the way, when the NFL highlights come out, oh, my gosh, I will be all over those early, early. All right, guys, thanks for everything. Isaac, Sam, Gavin, Chris, uh, Hoosh is next with the game. Up on game. Lil Wayne, I'm out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.